0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, January 7th, 2021, and today we're reading from the big book. We're in Chapter 2, There is a Solution, page 27, the fifth paragraph, upon hearing this. And we will be reading just one paragraph today. And today's readers are, and thank you for your service, for the 12 steps, Esther F., for the 12 traditions, Kelly D. And reading the text are KDF and Penny C. And KDG is our backup. The reference numbers for Wednesday, January 6, 2021. For the 7 a.m. is 16,138. That's 16,138. And for the 10 a.m. is 16,139. That's 16,139. OA preamble. At a Vision for You big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence in the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Esther
1: F. to read the 12 Steps. Good morning, Katie. It's Esther F., a uh, cover compulsive overeater from Cleveland, Ohio, the 12 Steps. Number one. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Esther F. And I will now ask Kelly D.
1: to read
2: the 12 traditions. Good morning, this is Kelly D from Anderson, Indiana. Um, I am a um, compulsive overeater. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, Hence the, hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. And an enemy is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you, Kelly. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on its directions
0: for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us, To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book, and we're on page 27, the fifth paragraph, the last paragraph. Upon hearing this, reading one paragraph, and I will ask Craig F. to begin reading.
3: Good morning. This is Craig F. Recovered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you, Katie, for your service. Upon hearing this, our friend was somewhat relieved, for he reflected that, after all, he was a good church member. This hope, however, was destroyed by the doctor, telling him that while his religious convictions were good, in his case they did not spell the necessary vital spiritual experience. Um this uh, uh is as often we find a reflection of my own um uh, uh thoughts uh, you know i i thought that uh, um certainly my religious convictions were going to be of uh, of great value to me uh, in a spiritual program like this and and i'm not saying they weren't of some value but um they certainly did not spell necessary spiritual experience for one thing um my view of my relationship with god was uh, was skewed if it hadn't been skewed i probably wouldn't have needed to be here um you know i um i thought that <clears throat> my job was to do for god what god obviously wasn't doing for himself um uh, you know my self-will was so strong that uh that um that I was awful confused over uh, over who was the God and who was not the God, and, and the relationship. And and the other thing that was that had me skewed was the idea that uh, you know that I should be um, I should look to God for help, you know, uh, on a daily basis. Uh, you know, God was in His heaven, and, uh, and and certainly um, was. Uh, was alive and heard prayer, but I didn't really view it that if I, you know, that I needed God to help me on a daily basis, that I needed God's grace each day to, uh, to stay abstinent or sober or to not do the things that, uh, that uh, I shouldn't do. Uh, My, you know, that was my job. My job was to follow the rules that God had set, but the idea that God would help me, that that I was powerless over uh, any behavior, and that God would help me. That was it. Was almost offensive to me because it was offensive to my ego, and it took a long time. It's taken a long time to break that down, you know. And I, <clears throat> my ego still rises up at times to to think that uh, I should be in charge. That uh, you know I can fix this. that Maybe I should operate in my own will. And to, and to remember that, uh, you know, that it's, that it's God in charge and that, that maybe I should operate in, in, uh, uh, in humility and asking God for his help on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, the, the program and, and these meetings and these readings remind me of that. And that's why I have to continue to do them to continue to be, um, to be reminded that, uh, that it's uh, that, that I'm not God, and you know that my religious convictions or my uh, my uh, uh, well thought out theology, <laughs> uh, that, as if I could think things out like that, that it has uh, anything to do with uh, living the life the way that uh, it needs to be lived. And I think with that, my time's up, so I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Craig. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, thank you so much, Craig, for getting us started on page 27 the fifth paragraph. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So, who would like to share on this paragraph?
4: Chuck K.
0: Chuck K. Okay, M. Okay,
5: Barbara
0: E. Vanessa M. I heard a couple of okay Vanessa. Okay, Marty
6: M Lisa B. Hey Lisa
0: B. And what is that Mossy what? Marty what M. Marty M. Okay, Lisa B and Barbara E. Okay, let me tell you who I got. I have Chuck K, Vanessa. I put M, but I think it might be K. Martha Marty M, Lisa B, and Barbara E. Anyone else that I missed or would like to share? Phil M. Phil M. Okay. There was someone else.
7: Deborah S.
5: Deborah
0: S. Deborah S. And Adriana, is it Adriana? Yeah, Adriana T. Adriana T. Okay, let's stop there. So this is our lineup Chuck K., Vanessa. Marty M., Lisa B, Barbara E. Phil M, Deborah S, and Adriana T. Go ahead, please, Chuck followed Chuck K followed by Vanessa M.
4: Hey, good morning. This is Chuck from Georgia. And thank you for hearing me, Moderator. This is a special part of the big book for me because I did grow up as a religious person and I was active in it. And as I got older, I even married the daughter of a Southern Baptist preacher, and I always kid that. Because of that, I know all the ways you can go to hell. But what I realized is in program, all those times through that religious time in my life that I asked for God to remove my weight, I always was concerned, why didn't that happen? You know, I'd heard that if you ask for things, you'll receive them. And it was a little confusing for me, and it was disheartening. And then program, and why this part of the big book is so special to me, I learned the answer to that question, and it was because of love. It was because God loved me. God knew that this program was out there for me, that I could be involved in, and I could become such a better person. Not perfect, but just not the way I was when I was letting my character defects drive my life. And God knew there was wonderful people that I could meet that could help me, that I could help them, and it's just a wonderful thing. And it reminded me of you know, the times we've had to punish our children. And they don't understand it. They don't see it. And not that God was punishing me, but God could see things that I couldn't. And God knew things that I didn't know. And so that was the reason God did not take that weight away from me. It was a selfish prayer to begin with. But God loves me just as I am with all of my warts and all of my defects. God still wants to live in and through me. And through the sharing of this program and all the work that I have done, um, God has really made me a far better person than I could ever hope to be in terms of how I relate to everyone else. So I'm so thankful for this part of the big book. I love this program. I'm thankful that I, I heard it at a time that I could work it. And thanks for letting me share.
0: Thank you. Doc. Okay, so now we'll have Vanessa followed by Marty M.
6: Hi, this is Vanessa N as in Nancy calling from California. May I be heard?
4: Can you hear me? Okay,
6: well, I will just start sharing if you can hear me. Um, This is my first time sharing. Now we can hear you. What is your name, please? Vanessa N as in Nancy from California and I am okay. a gratefully recovering uh, compulsive overeater, brand new to vision and brand new to OA, although not to other programs, and I'm on day eight of abstinence. And yeah, this okay. podcast really speaks to me. Thank you so much. My first time sharing. Um, I had been praying, um, and I know my credits don't can transfer. I've heard that so much on here, and thinking, wait, the 12 steps says I can apply this to all all of my affairs. It should work with food. That is one of my affairs, and it did not. I I was unwilling to put down the food and I couldn't take the first step because I didn't think my life was unmanageable even though I knew I was powerless. And I kept praying praying to God about, you know, give me the willingness. Um and God answered in the way of leading me to vision through a fellow in my other program, letting me listen for months and months and months before I finally Introduce myself. And that was also that also came through God. God said, set your alarm, wake up and get on the meeting live versus just listening to it later and introduce yourself. And I got so many amazing, beautiful phone calls from people. I connected to my wonderful sponsor, who is just the ideal match for me in this program. That very day that I introduced myself. And the way God is helping me too is recognizing I need to work this program with other people that have the same problem. And even though I can apply principles in all of my affairs, I need to work the program with others that are like me. I need to listen to people every single day and hear what they have to say, both on the meetings and by actually talking to my fellows. And I have been doing that and I'm so grateful. I have spoken to such amazing people, sharing their experience, strength and hope with me every single day, working with my sponsor, um, knee deep in step one, and finally having recognized the unmanageability that I didn't see before. Um, and I'm so grateful that, for that. Thank you everybody for doing service on this line for this meeting, for my sponsor, for all of my fellows, and I pass.
0: Okay, thank you so much, um, Vanessa. And now we'll have Monty M
1: followed by Lisa B. Mati Star One. Can you hear me okay?
0: Now we can, yeah.
8: Thank you. Uh I'm Mati M, uh from Tucson, Arizona, and I'm a grateful recovering compulsive overeater. And I also um love this part of the big book and uh everything uh that people have shared. And I was just thinking about um, our personal relationship with God, my personal relationship with God. And I know growing up, even though I was lucky that uh, the God that my parents and my family presented to me was a loving and merciful God, but I still thought, you know, God is too busy fixing problems in the Middle East or you know he has bigger problems so why would he worry about me my problems my world and certainly my uh, compulsive overeating and i was also thinking about something that one of my meditation teachers said this is uh, i'm trying to quote i mean obviously paraphrasing uh his name is jack cornfield and he said something Uh, very profound uh, and funny. He said, you know, we have to practice meditation every day that we don't get dispensed meditation. Like there's no drive-through, Mac meditation, (laughs) that we have to work on it every day. And I feel that we're so lucky and blessed in a way that we get to practice and take action every day to develop our relationship with God through prayer and meditation uh, and service uh, to others, uh, but also because it's the only way that we can uh, remain abstinent and sane. And one of the things that I'm practicing uh, when I'm meditating, and even throughout the day, if I feel stressed out, is I'm physically imagining and feeling that I'm leaning into God, that actually God is catching me or helping me catch my breath. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Maki. And um, now we will have Lisa B. with an E, Lisa, followed by Barbara E
9: thank you so much good morning my name is Lisa B and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville South Carolina Um, I I wanted to share that on um, page 32 of the AA 12 and 12 of step 2 it is a great page it really helps go into more detail about this paragraph and um, I love it so I just wanted to share that I happened to read it last night and it it spoke to me so much but you know, I have worshiped all of the things that um there's a finger, you know, a hand or a finger that the steps point to, which is to get conscious contact, to have a relationship with my higher power and I I have worshiped all of those things. I've worshiped meetings, I've worshiped sponsors, I've worshiped the big book. I've I've worshiped a nutritionist, a food plan and all of that stuff you know i'm not supposed to worship those things it's about getting conscious contact with this higher power and sometimes i lose sight of that and i get caught up in in the things that are there to support me and i forget about that that relationship you know my my task through this drastic action plan of steps you know is to find and consciously know my inner higher power, which is in my heart. You know, it says we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences. And, you know, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that power resides inside our heart. It's not in my mind. You know, my mind tries to calculate and figure everything out. And, you know, I have worshiped. I've given godlike qualities to people. And then I've given human limited qualities to my higher power. And I get skewed. I get everything turned around. That wonderful, infinite, invisible spirit inside of me that I've been able to uncover as a result of the action steps has been there inside of me. And that's, that's where my hope is. You know, that's where my reliance is. And um, in the atmosphere of this presence that I can tap into daily, my whole life changes. But that only can come as a result of taking the action steps of the, of the program in abstinence, if I'm a hopeless compulsive overeater. So um, it's not about the religious practices and being a member of church. It's not the, the quantity, it's the quality. It's the quality of that connection of that relationship, that inner higher power and abiding, abiding in that presence with that I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Lisa B. and Barbara E. Europe, followed by Phil M.
10: Good morning, everyone. It's Barbara E. in New Jersey, and thank you for your service, Katie. Well, those words from a couple of paragraphs ago, the gates of hell, keep resonating around in my head. I didn't think I could give up my addiction. I tried so many times before without success. I needed more than a a once-a-week weigh-in. I was sure I was going to die a slow, painful death. When I went to OA, I learned I couldn't surrender. I had to be surrendered. I heard God did it, not me. At first, I doubted I could do it, for I basically had no knowledge of God, sort of like an agnostic. But I, too, had the desperation of a drowning, morbidly obese woman, a liar, depressed, filled with justified anger that it was all my family's fault why I continued to run to the pool for ease and comfort. But it never lasted for more than a minute. I needed something that I didn't expect, a spiritual transformation. I'd lost the weight, but I was still resentful, quick-tempered, and sarcastic, lacking in restraint of text and tongue. I wanted desperately to be like you, but something was still missing, like a missing piece of a jigsaw puzzle. When I timidly asked the sponsor if she'd be willing to work with me, I was sure she'd say no, because I was too hopeless. But to my surprise, she said yes. But she also said I'd need to call her on time complete all assignments, and we would pray together before each conversation to clear our minds so we might be open to God. So what started out as a flimsy read held out to me by a stranger became my lifeline, but she said I needed more, a belief in a higher power. I said that might be a problem, but she said I should act as if and continue on, And when God determined I was ready, he would reveal himself. But I did have to totally accept that God was not me. I had previously persisted in thinking I could do it on my own. When my former failures would convince a saner person that it was a delusion, I still thought self-knowledge, determination, and grit was enough. I had a master's degree in dieting, but a PhD in gaining weight. I certainly needed that transformation, that huge emotional shift, that psychic change in the way I reacted to life. So I stayed and listened and worked and followed directions until a crack opened up in my heart and I began to understand what it meant to have a psychic change, a design for living that was infinitely better than I could ever imagined. It's only by God's grace I have changed. So if you're new or struggling or returning, never give up. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. Aye. Perfect.
0: There we go. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. Okay, Phil M., it's your turn, followed by Devorah S.
11: Thank you so much. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you. Um, I'm Phil, a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater from Northern Ireland, and um, uh, thank you for hearing me. I'd like to talk about my practice in meditation. I I, uh, was introduced at 26, and um, I hope that God appreciated me spending all my time meditating because, you know, I was a very busy person. Anyway, it took me to the age of 40, actually, to find a weekly group that I meditated with. And it really did help me with marriage difficulties I was having at the time, uh, loneliness within that marriage and uh, with the separation and having then to share the children. Um, so meditation helped me enormously, but however, it didn't help me with the food. And I kept hoping for that self-control, which the fruits of the spirit uh, were, were, were promised. Um, I have now working the program. Um, My conscious contact is improving with my higher power through the two way prayer that I practice in step 10 on the step 10 train specifically and um, with the daily meditation practice. And I was speaking to my wonderful sponsor today and, and her encouragement is 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 super and helps me uh, continue on this journey. You know, each month we have a checkup and it's, it's awesome. She's incredible. There's always room for improvement. Um, and uh, usefulness in step 11 is, is wonderful. And I'm learning from my wonderful spiritual sponsors who are just incredible. Talking to them about their understanding of their higher power. Um, is is a great blessing, um, and um, I realised that I needed to do, to develop my understanding of my higher power. I needed feminine um, understanding as well as the masculine, and I shared that online. And from that sharing, uh, a lovely woman got in touch with me, and and we're developing this this understanding as well. And believe it or not, since saying that I wanted to share, a parcel has arrived from her just through the post there now and uh, with a beautiful message. And this is this is a wonderful, wonderful program, you know, and I've received gifts from other people in the program. And I just I just blown away by that because I'm rubbish at corresponding with people or sending anything through the post, you know, but how, how blessed. You know, am I with this program with yourselves? So I need my higher power. I need that closeness with God, but I'm I'm getting this closeness with God through through yourselves, through everybody on this line who's listening, those who are sharing. And it's such a privilege to be allowed to share. I just I'm so grateful that this was started and that it's continuing. Thank you so much. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Phil. Okay, Devora S., you're up, followed by Adriana T., and then we'll open it up for more people.
12: Hey, good morning, everyone, and thank you, Katie, and everyone on this line that makes this meeting possible. My name is Devora S., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. And when I read this paragraph, I really felt like the gates of hell had closed on me with a clang, because what does it mean? What What is that? That I... All my years of formal education, religious education, was nothing. If, you know, (laughs) know, um, because I needed to develop more, I thought I had it all. You know, I went for years to religious school. I grew up in a religious home. You know, I kept all the the observances, um, and that was for nothing. But, um, yeah, it didn't do me any good um, when I wanted to... Stop eating. You know, putting down the food was one thing, but getting getting a connection with God um, is is another thing. And that that takes, on a daily basis, a lot of work, waking up in the morning um, and spending quiet time in in meditation um, um, with prayer um, um, to seek God's will um, each and every day and throughout the day. Um, And, you know, I never got that in all my upbringing, Um, you know, and so I'm really, really grateful that this program and this book is teaching me how to develop that connection with God and to be able to, you know, pause throughout the day um, when something comes up and to see what is it on my end, you know, that's a new thing for me because it was always looking at the other person, what they're doing to me. But to see what what it's triggering in me, you know, um, where am I being selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and fearful? Um, and it always comes back to you know to trusting and relying on God um, and knowing that the God who created me, who knows everything about me, this is the God that could remove these character defects when it's in His time, when when it's necess- when when it's when I, when, it, when He's ready for that. So each day I need to be trudging along over here, um, you know, because every day there's another opportunity. I never just, I don't arrive here. And it's another opportunity each day to constantly be working and seeking and, and living in God's world. And I'm um, really, really grateful um, that, that I have this opportunity each day uh, because when I was in the food, I was totally blocked off. Um, I lived in a world of isolation and all about me, and, and, and everybody had to do what I wanted. Um, and today, um, you know, there's more to it. There's a whole new world out there of service and of, of growing.
0: Time and,
12: um, and working God's will. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, devorah. Next, we have Adriana T. Then we'll open it up for more shares on page uh the last paragraph on page twenty seven which started with upon hearing this. okay, go ahead, Adriana.
5: Hi thank you. this is Adriana T recovered in Michigan um, This was before it really jumped out at me, and uh you know it really brought me back to just all the my own solutions that I thought that I had for compulsive overeating or what I thought recovery-wise. And I had my own ideas um, in the beginning. No matter what anyone told me, it kind of went through this filter of me trying to make sense of what they were telling me with the same thinking that got me in the position I was in, which we know that we can't solve our problems with the same thinking that we came in with and so, um, you know, it really does take that surrender. And the spiritual experience is not cannot not be manufactured. And I've come to realize that, you know, religion is more of a man-made thing and a spiritual experience is something that um, religions have come from maybe spiritual experiences and to have our own, um, you know, contrary to maybe what his, history of different religions have said, you know, where you have to follow what the priest says or the preacher says, and um, although they have a lot of wisdom that, you know, the big from, if we don't have our own connection with God, um, you know, we really can't hear what he's trying to direct us to do in our life, and, um, you know, God wants to do a new thing in us. Um, I guess what I wanted to focus on though was that sense of uh trying to kind of figure it out on our own and um when I first came into OA I thought I had to be have a certain amount of weight gain to be able to qualify for the program. Like I really didn't feel like I belonged because, you know, I was only two hundred pounds and then two hundred and fifty pounds, but this person was three hundred pounds and You know, I guess I just want to point that out because it's really about our relationship to food and are we compulsive overeating, you know? What's a high weight for one person may not be for another person. And, um, you know, we have to look inside ourselves and ask ourselves if we are meant to be here. And um, no one can kind of decide that for ourselves. You know, the traditions say that the only... um, a qualification for membership is a desire to start competing compulsively. And so, um, you know, that was kind of my first block and then it was, you know, well, I got religion kind of thing, just like Roland. And, um, I didn't realize how different spirituality was. In fact, I thought spirituality was for people that couldn't, you know, fuck up and join a religion. I just thought that was a pathway to a religion. But I realize it's kind of the opposite for me, that, you know, spirituality has um, offered me more than religion ever has and opened me up to my higher powers. So, um, I guess I've learned that openness and willingness to learn Fine, from please.
0: others.
5: Thanks, I'll wrap up. Openness and willingness to learn from others is really the key. So, with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Okay, thank you
0: so much, Adriana. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So who else would like to share on the fifth paragraph on page 27? Upon hearing? Nadia E. Linda Nadia G. E.
13: Carmela G, Karen K. R.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, slow down one second, please. I got Karen K., Carmela G, G. Linda D. R, and Linda D. Nadia E, Nadia, Nadia E. Okay, I know I missed some people. Um,
14: Karen, I have Linda.
0: I'm sorry. What was that? Nessa R. Nessa R. Okay, I have Karen K, Linda D, Carmela G, Nadia E, Nessa R. Who did I miss?
15: Barbara D.
0: Barbara D. Okay we have 17 minutes. So we have time for we might be able to get in one or two more depending on how long people talk. So anybody else? Okay well let's go with this lineup. Karen K, Linda D, Carmela G, Nadia E, Nessa R, and Barbara D. Go ahead please Karen K.
1: Good morning, my can. name is Karen Thank a you. from
7: Syracuse, New York, and my credit not transfer, definitely recovered compulsive eater, and definitely not cured. Um, this reading for me means about a personal relationship with God. It uh, doesn't need to be a religious debate. Um, I know my God protects me. He guides me in everything I need to know. The most important thing is how am I living my life today as a result of living and working these steps? I'm just another grain in the sand, just like everybody else in the world. God, my God, loves everybody the same, no more, no less. I know my God hears me. What's really important to know is I don't um, have a I even forget what I put on my meal plan. I have to go back and look. It's no longer about the food for me. That's how God works in my life. Uh, God knew when I was going to be ready uh, to find a vision for you and all the blessings that have come along. But what I have found in in the phone calls I've been getting and um, and, and locally, you know, I want to be dethroned. I'm just another speck of sand in an OA meeting. I'm like everybody else, I have the same problems, uh, or bigger or less than for the day, but when we come into a meeting, we have a common problem that has a common solution. And for me, that needs to be my relationship with God first and how I interact with others. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Karen. Okay,
0: Linda D, you're up, followed by Carmela G.
15: Good morning, everybody. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. Um, We've been talking about different kinds of spiritual experiences. And when I was brand new, which is a long, long time ago, I, um, I had a massive spiritual experience. I asked for it in innocence. I didn't know not to. (laughs) And I was told to look for coincidences and it was a white light, big deal and it, it catapulted me into a fourth dimension. Now how do I stay there? That's the trick. The trick is it's ongoing and it's every day, all day. And I didn't know that. I didn't understand it. It took me a really long time. And um, the thing is, I was an atheist when I started, because I just, well, I was a smart ass. I just knew better. It's for weak people, and my folks meant well, but they didn't go to NYU. So, you know, stupid shit. Anyway, the thing is, um, it almost killed me. And, um, and this God revealed itself, himself, herself to me. And it says that every day when we have that reading at the end of the meeting. It says, God, abandon yourself to God. Abandon. Holy mackerel, that takes years to learn how to shut up and do what I'm told to do from inside because that's where God is, inside. And some people it's in their heart and some people it's in a chakra at the top of their head and wherever you find it within you, it's fourth dimension, It really, and some of it looks so ordinary. It's taken out the trash, It's and it's big stuff like yesterday, nationally. It's huge, and it's wonderful, and it's work. It's hard work, and boy, is it worth it because it's magnificent. God is magnificent, and this program is incredible. Those steps work. Please join in. I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Linda D. And now we'll have Carmela G. followed by Nadia E.
13: Thank you, Katie, for your service. This is Carmela G., a grateful, compulsive overeater, recovered from New York. I just want to say, um, hearing a new voice, Vanessa's voice from California, just so reinforced this paragraph because by reading this paragraph reminded me of where I was, where I was eight years ago prior to program, uh, where I had religion and I thought I was equal to God. So therefore, just do what I'm telling you to do and everything will be fine. And it was a gift of someone giving me, telling me about OA because I was fighting the food for six decades. And last night reminded me, it almost made me feel guilty for a moment because I got into self a little bit as I listened to this person who brought me into the program struggle with her relapse of today. And I was feeling guilty because she allowed me to work this program and have such joy and peace. And then I realized, Carmella, get out of self. Continue your relationship with God. Encourage her to develop that relationship and get out of self and surrender because that is the only way. Carmella did not do this. Carmela did the work. But she did not get her to this point of her recovery. It is only through working these steps and having this magnificent relationship with a loving, caring God that has brought me to the peace and serenity and joy. And I don't mean that life's not happening. Life is throwing a lot of curveballs but that does not impact on my relationship with this power that is greater than myself because I still feel the joy and serenity and I am so glad to be able to share it. Thank you so much and enjoy your day. I pass.
8: Thank
0: you, Carmela. And now we'll have Nadia E followed by Nessa R.
16: Good morning. Good morning, family. Thank you, moderator. Um, So I am a grateful, compulsive overeater recovered today by the grace of God. And my name is Nadia E. from Toronto. Um, So I needed to to just put in, um, you know, where I'm at and how this paragraph affects me, how this program affects me. Um, So when I came into the to these rooms, uh, twenty six. I can't believe it, twenty six years ago, and I got it. I just like, I don't know what it was in that room, but something changed in my first meeting. Something shifted, uh, and I just I was so turned off by the word of the word God, but there's something that just it was like a magnet. Something just pulled me in there. And ever since then, I, you know, I went home that night after my first meeting, and I was, I don't know what happened. I just, I can't explain it. And I just, and I I choose not to dissect, you know, what is this relationship I have with this higher power that I call God. Um, If I do that, I think it diminishes the strength, this bond that I have. And it's so wonderful. Uh, even though yesterday, or the, no, the day before, I was so cranky. I don't know what it was. I just felt really irritable, discontented. And, but something shifted, and I knew, I knew that God was working in the background. But what, my work, my work is to do the step work and to invite my higher power and then the higher power my god comes into the forefront and takes over and my ego my ego is crushed and just i can just see it like just crumbling away um, and so when i invited god into my heart and into my soul and i need i need to feel him and i need to know him and then i just experience miracle after miracle and all my relationships are evolving today. They're evolving, and I'm just so so grateful. And I love these meetings. I need to listen to to hear your messages. Um, old old timers, newcomers, all have all have a purpose. And um, and I'm gonna go about my day. I already got on my knees this morning. Did the Serenity Prayer? I surrendered everything that blocks me from my higher power, and asking how I could be of service. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you so much, Nadia E. And now we'll have Nessa R. Followed by Barbara G.
17: Hi. Good morning, Vision for You. This is Nessa R. I am a recovered compulsive overeater, also in Toronto, Canada. Um. You know, this paragraph makes me think that if religion or even spirituality alone um, was enough, then there would be no religious or spiritual addicts. And there's tons across religions, across addictions, you know, my, myself included. I've, I've always been a very spiritual person. I've always believed in God, uh, Believe that God is good that nothing not good comes out uh from god even when we don't perceive it as good um and i've always had a relationship with god and yet god didn't get me abstinent let alone recovered you know like Rowan hazard and dr bob they were very religious and religion did not get them sober let alone recovered you know um, i guess i followed in their in their footsteps and that's because you know well, um, not because. I mean, my relationship with God was very infantile. Um, it was um, asking God to let me be sin while I continue eating whatever I wanted, as much as I wanted. It was me um, giving God jobs, uh, making deals with God, you know, God, um, if I do this, you do that, or if you do this, I'll do that. Of course, that that didn't work. But that was just the result. That wasn't really the cause. That was the result. The cause is that I had been blocked from God, and I didn't understand that until my sponsor took me through the steps to the to the to the big book, as it as it as it needs to be done, you know, exactly uh, following the instructions. And you know, the first blockage was the food, you know, and so I had to get rid of all my trigger foods and my trigger ingredients and my trigger behaviors a hundred percent because while i was still indulging in them i was serving another god you know i have two gods but i can only serve one master and it's, it's either god is everything or the food is everything and until the food goes that's a blockage but then once the food goes and it's in its place you know albeit uncomfortably in its place i'm still blocked from god by the by, by by my own um selfishness and self centeredness my my little plans and designs, you know my self absorption, and that is dealt with by the steps, but the steps alone uh, will not get me abstinent. I have to start with abstinence, remove the first blockage, and then and then the the steps remove the second blockage, which is myself, which opens me up to the real solution to God be in everything. And you know, the most important thing that I do today is nurture my relationship with God. And Time, how I please. do it thank you. How I do it is by keeping the food in place and by helping others. Um and of course working the schedules has been shared. And with that I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Nessa R, Barbara D, you'll be our last share this morning. Go ahead, please.
5: Good
18: morning, a vision for you family. I'm Barbara D. from New York. I'm a grateful recovering compulsive overeater and sugar addict, and I want to thank everyone for your service this morning. I have been in OA for nearly 30 years, and the first time I had a spiritual awakening of like the fireworks booming kind when I was 31 years old, and I've been in and out of the rooms all of these years, and. After moving back to a very special place, I went back to my home meeting last winter and I heard a woman say that she had recovered. I'd never heard the ED at the end of that word before. And I asked her to be my sponsor and through her guidance, I was brought into a vision for you and I'm so grateful because I actually recovered last winter. But I struggled with my spiritual connection i didn't understand why i didn't have that connection and it became the kind that was more like a spiritual experience for me but unfortunately what happened is i did relapse and you know i'm not proud to say it but i'm i'm so glad i'm humble and honest enough to say that and i've come back to the room um after spending a lot of time thinking about life and also strengthening my connection into my HP. And I'm back with a vision from you, working with a sponsor and working these beautiful steps. And my high, higher power is next to me all day long. I have an ongoing conversation. And I'm constantly asking for guidance and how to be of service to others. And I'm just so grateful. You know, each time the layers peel away more and more. And I'm just so grateful to be on this line with all of you, and I thank you for all of your strength that you give me each and every day and with that, I'll pass
0: okay, well, thank you so much barbara D and welcome back. We're glad you came back um okay, so I want to thank everyone who shared uh please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing, and this share i d for today january seventh twenty twenty one seven a m meeting is 16,149. That's 16,149. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer.
14: Will Penny C. please read A Vision for You, Our Book is Meant to Be Suggestive Only? Good morning. This is Penny C., recovered, compulsive old reader in the Boston area. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little.